0: Hey, it's Jennifer Jones. Friends call me JJ. This platform is designed for a new leader that wants to become a great leader in the modern workplace. Over the last 15 years, I've learned valuable lessons that I want to share with you to get you there ASAP. When the leader gets better, we all get better. It's Monday again. Welcome to the virtual leadership coffee chat. If you don't already have it, go grab that cup of coffee, maybe that cup of tea. If it's a little late at night and you want a glass of wine, it's all right with me. You can always push pause. Let's go. So for the last 2 weeks we were talking about respect and how, you know, more than 50% of employees in the United States actually feel that they are not respected by management. And you remember I said, you know, we should as leaders take that personal and we should do something about it. And I talked about, you know, how you begin to practice being more respectful, not try, but train to be more respectful. We talked about making sure you're looking your employees in the eye or making sure that the folks are equipped and that you're doing the hard things. You don't let bad behavior go unchecked. I want to dive a little bit deeper into what I believe it means to ensure that people are equipped. I think one of the first and foremost things that you have to do is let folks on your team know what their priorities are. What should they be working on And how does that then tie to the success of the organization that they work with? So this this episode and then the following episode, we'll dive deeper into what I call priority development. It might seem like it's really simple to do, but when we have so many things that we could do when it comes to managing a product line or managing a selling organization or any tasks that you might be equipped to or have in front of you, it's really important that you identify for those folks, what are their priorities? Where should they be spending the majority of their time? If you don't do that, and they spend in areas that actually you don't want to, it's actually disrespectful because you're not putting them in a position to do their very best work. So from a priority development perspective, I think it's important that you take the time and, and dedicate a good amount of time to developing priorities that make sense. So the first and foremost thing that you should focus on is How does the work that this individual is set to do link to the overall strategy of the business? So that means that as a leader, you have to be able to one understand or develop the strategy for the business and be very clear about the direction you're taking the business. So let's say, for example, one of the key strategies that that you have in place is you want to launch a new product. You want that new product to be focused in a particular area. So every function in the in the business is focused on that. Marketing is focusing on understanding customer needs and developing a marketing plan and a, and a launch strategy. Manufacturing is focusing on building up the product or the service to deliver that solution to the market. Sales is gearing up to identify the right customers to talk about. So everyone is focused in on that particular strategy. So you have to have declared and or understand the strategy for the business. Where are we headed at this particular time? Once you've done that, now it's important for you as a leader to understand how your area of responsibility actually reads on that strategy. So what I mean by that is how is it seen within the work of that strategy? What role do we play in that particular area? So to go back to the strategy around launching a new product, Perhaps you are the leader of the marketing organization and your team's responsibility is to prepare the product for launch, understanding the customer needs, understanding the tools and resources necessary to support the launch. What is the communication plan going to be? That's really the focus of your, your department. And that has to be very crisp. That has to be very focused. And the one of the things that I often tell people that it's important to know what you should do. But sometimes it's even more important to say what you should not do. What is out of bounds? What can your team say no to? Um, The power of no is important because everything you don't say no to, you're saying yes to. So it is important that you are very clear about the role that your team is going to play in launching that particular product. And so once you get to that point and you look at the individual person, The question is, okay, if that person could do one thing and one thing only, what would that be? And that's really important because it helps that individual know how to prioritize their day, prioritize the time that they spend, prioritize the people they spend the time with in the organization. It really helps them put that task first. It also helps them understand what to say no to because if what they're being asked to do is is not in line with that number 1 priority, it shouldn't be done because it's going to come at conflict with that. So you as a leader have to be super crisp here because here's where we stray as leaders is that we say, "Hey, here's the one thing I want you to do, but then here are all the other 30 things I need you to still get done, but I still need you to be successful on the one." And that is so disrespectful. And why is it disrespectful? Because you are overburdening that person and you're, you're literally setting them up to fail. So you have to be clear. What is their number one priority? That should not be a question in their mind, what they should be focused on. Now, the reality is, is that that one thing might leave capacity for another thing. So if you could do two things, what is that second thing they should be focused on? But it's important that you put it in order because there could come times when that second priority will come in conflict with the first priority. And then last but not least, if there's still a little bit of capacity, what's the third thing? The one thing that I've learned as a leader over the past 15 years is that we never can predict what, the just-in-case stuff that happens or the oh-and-by-the-way things that happen. So you have to leave capacity for that. But you also have to be have a disciplined system by which you're checking those other duties as assigned. Because one of the things that I have been guilty of is spending a lot of time with my leaders identifying their top three priorities and then kind of ignoring everything else that they're probably doing every day. And it's imperative that you really do a check around are you working on your number one priority? Are you working on your number two priority? And if you're not, Or if you're working on things beyond that, let's make sure I understand how that's conflicting with your work. Again, the reason why this is tied to respect is it's important for an individual to come to work every day and understand how the work that they're contributing is actually driving value in the organization. Because if they don't see that, that is disrespectful. It's also important to be very focused on the work. Because the moment you, don't, you overburden that individual and literally set them up for failure, that is disrespectful. No one was intended to work 80 hours a week. Like, that's, like, not cool. I, I know sometimes people think it's a badge of honor to say, I work 80 hours a week. But if somebody's working 80 hours a week, that's 40 hours they're not spending with their family. And that is a sign of someone that is overburdened and their work is not prioritized. That is disrespectful. And if this pandemic has taught us nothing else, it should teach us as leaders the value of our employees' time. Period. So you have to be crisp on what you want them focused on. And it cannot be a list that is overburdening, because that is disrespectful. Next week, I'll talk a little bit more about how you then manage the priorities that you've developed. See you next week i